A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Looking at the Luke and Pete Show running order. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Mr. Luke Moore. And we're both looking at the same document on Thursday, the 20th of October. How are you, Luke? Get the hell out of here. Get the fuck out of town, mofo. I love the idea that you used to describe a podcast recording as just two men looking at the document. Looking, just going through the document. Because <laughs> I hardly ever look at it. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, it's like Trump up, up, uh, up in the beak, handing Woodward a, um, some documents about Kim, Kim Jong Un. Going, don't tell anyone. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell anyone I gave you these. Like, he oh, also said, he also said welcome. at one point, didn't he? If it's, if I think about it and think about unclassifying it, it's unclassified. Yeah, yeah. I, I. Very much how we ought to run things here, actually, isn't it? I think so, and it, it's it's very much how I um, maintained uh, my uh, girlfriend relationships when I was a, a, a child. I would go, child. yeah, actually, I'm actually going out with that person now. So, so child. if I think it, we're going out. I think, yeah, in many ways. Is it fair to say some of that attitude may perhaps have bled over into adulthood? No, God no. no. That's okay. problematic. Problematic post eighteen, isn't it? But you put all your efforts into your phone relationship with young Gemma, if I remember. Right now, hang on. Phone related. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how do you remember all these things? I can't remember all these things. I didn't remember all of those things. Yeah, but because it's part of it, isn't it? Like you have don't, to. I mean, I think it's part it of a out. kind of a, a kind of you know um, unwritten contract with the listener that right. we kind of at least know where we are and what we're doing. I just, I'm just asking you not not to to um, go on about it because that'll sound like I'm still keen. <laughs> Oh yeah! Uh, what, what, what seismic episode of Sliding Doors would that would that be? Like, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter, mate. You, you're very, you're in a very happy and loving relationship. You've moved on. You're in your forties now. Don't worry yes, about it. I am terrible, isn't it? You don't terrible know what's happened behavior. to young Gemma. You know, I don't think this is going to be some kind of, you know, emotional reconciliation via the Luke and Pete show. I just think it's nice to think if you sat on the sat on your, the stairs of your parents' house. <laughs> The sea coal van smashed through the living room. Yeah. You sat there in your little shorts and you're flirting away. Why, That's nice. It's a nice I... image for people to hear. Why have I got my little shorts on? <laughs> I just added that in there. Got a little pair of shorts on. <laughs> when I think of you as a kid, you've got glasses on, the same hair, yeah. but you've got a little pair of shorts on and a little T-shirt that says um, something like volleyball team, 1984 or something. <laughs> it's basically, you're like a kid from Stranger Things. 
Yeah, okay, fair dues. I think that's, I think that's fair. Did you oh, investigate on, on many a... mysteries as a kid in Hartlepool? Um, no, I was, I was uh, as as I've said uh, on more than one occasion. I was I was accused of being the perpetrator of a lot of mysteries, but uh, never solved many myself, to be honest. Unless unless it was um, how to get into my uh, dad's lockbox full of um, hardcore European strength pornography. Was it and was it that, continental strength? Was it? It was continental strength. Yeah, it was it was pretty strong stuff, to be honest. Where, where did they get it from? Uh, I don't know. I think it was his mate Les. I think a lot of the a lot of the tips had the word Les written on them. Oh my god! It could stand for something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I suppose so. Yeah. Maybe he wanted. Maybe before he put that tape in the VHS uh, player recorder, he just wanted to know what he was in for. Yeah, I think it's pretty. <laughs> so you're talking about um, VHS videos and not um, magazines here. No, not magazines. No, no. You'd occasionally so, and there weren't. Ma- no, I don't think there was really many magazines kicking around. You'd occasionally see like a a sexy calendar under a bed here or there, but that was very much because dads at work would always have topless calendars on the wall. Uh, that was a thing. That was really a thing. Um, ladies, um, there was there was lots of pic. There, there seemed to be every um, month. There seemed to be a woman with boxing gloves. Men of the eighties, yeah. really like topless lasses wearing boxing attire. That's a good. It's a really good observation. I, I can mm. remember once um, uh, going. So this is a bit of a convoluted one, but so every year I used to go to a pantomime at Christmas, mm. organised by my granddad's work. Right. Right. And I used to be able to take a friend. Yeah. And so my my family have all been always been traditionally very young. My granddad is still very much with us. I saw him at the weekend, doing mm. well. Um he's ninety now. Um mm. but I'm but our family's so young, I think he was only about forty nine when I was born. Mm. And so when I was about thirteen, he would have only been in his early sixties, of course, and he was still working. He was working as you know, I told you as a salesman. Mm. And um he said that, you know, obviously We'd, we'd allowed to take family along, so do you want to come? And I was always allowed to take a friend. And I think a bit later on, as I got a bit older, I took my sister along. She's almost you know, over, five, over five years younger than me. And so, but this one particular time, it, basically what happened is you go to a certain point, you get on a coach, yeah. and um, they take you to this pantomime. I think it was in Southampton. Um, and, um, but this one particular time, we had to go to his office first. And he shared this office with one other guy. And uh, when we went in there, um, he was like, I'll just sit outside. I was like, all right, uh, well, I can't come in. So I just sit outside. Okay, sit outside. Mm. Because I was obviously a quite inquisitive young young chap, and you know me, I'm always asking questions. and Mystery what solver. Stuff. Say again? <laughs> mystery solver. Well, well solving mysteries. Interferer. Um, <laughs> I basically just, I guess I just ignored him and mm. went into the room. And, yeah. and, the, 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 and the office was very much demarcated between his side and the other guy's side. And he right. was basically because we have to we have to wait in this office for about half an hour. He was basically yeah. taking down all the topless photos of women in calendars and putting them in his <laughs> mates and his colleague's desk drawer, so I wouldn't see them. Yeah, and I thought and that's you... quite a sweet thing to do, really. Yeah, I guess so. And he's a, um... he's a very and he was a, my granddad is a very kind of like thoughtful, quiet, proper guy. So I've never heard him say a swear word. I've mm. never heard him. Like, I mean, once I went bowling with him once, ten pin bowling. And there's a bunch of lads on the other lane, and they'd had like a couple of swear words in their usernames because you know you put your own name in the bowling. Yeah, yeah. And he went over there and said, "Can you change that? Because my grandson's here, and he's only like twelve, and it's not oh, acceptable." Oh, lovely stuff. And, and and they all did it. Like yeah. he's very, he's very like kind of straight laced like that. Even yeah. though he's been in wars and he's obviously been up to all sorts of scrapes, and basically he was an agent of corruption in our hometown by giving away bread for free and getting cinema tickets <laughs> in return. He was like a very kind of proper like old fashioned type, and so. Yeah. 
it's quite. I just think it's quite interesting that that he would do that. I guess because he didn't want his thirteen year old grandson to see a pair of tits. Just to see a pair of tits. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I guess your. Uh, I, I guess you would. Be, but what, what, where would they stand on um, uh, behind the uh, bottles of gin and uh, vodka and whiskey yeah. in the pub? Uh, the uh, lady, the the, the the peanuts ladies, the the, the yeah. packets of peanuts oh, yeah. that would be on you a piece of card. Peanuts. So, so I don't remember. I know that's a thing. So those listening mm. who aren't, aren't aren't from the UK or perhaps are too young to remember this, there used to be a thing where they did packets of peanuts on a cardboard board behind the bar, and they would be there so you could see them, so you would buy them. And every time someone bought a packet of peanuts, it yeah. would be like like the, the end game in catchphrase. <laughs> where another thing would come off and it would reveal another part of the image. And the image was, of course, a naked lady because uh, <laughs> pubs are uh, male spaces only. I yeah. don't remember that ever, ever been a thing when I was young. So I used to go to pubs every weekend with my parents, but mm. I don't remember that being a thing. I remember the peanuts being there, but I don't know if the t- pubs that we went to maybe had that brand. Right, I think okay. that my mum probably wouldn't be that happy about that. Okay. I Yeah, I I would. Yeah, I, I think that. Um, yeah, then, I on the other hand, I was in a pub. Them. Surrounded by cigarette smoke. <laughs> I th- I saw um yeah I I saw quite a few uh, examples of that when I, when I was sort of growing up in the navy club in the navy club the club you could only go to if you'd been in the navy yeah so, <laughs> at any so point. I was my my dad was one of the few dads to not be in the armed forces right you know, okay, so obviously yeah. in Portsmouth it was everywhere but so I did go to these kind of places but um, I only as guests of friends' dads or whatever mm. but I, I would also say this speaking of pubs that we went to when we were kids. Um, they used to be amazing, and anyone who's from the area might might even know it. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, in slightly north in Hampshire from where we where we grew up. There was this pub kind of restaurant called the Hunters, right? Right. And it's and it's exactly as you imagine, like an old converted coach house from like the seventeenth century or whatever. It had been converted to this kind of restaurant, and it's, it was independent, and it was mm. all right. It wasn't terrible, yeah. but it basically like a harvester, right? But an independent mm. one. Mm. And we used to go there quite a lot because it had a big garden for the kids and it used to be a nice place to go on the weekend. Anyway, it was run by this Italian guy called Tony. I don't know if he's still with us. I mean, I, I mean if he's not, then you know, God rest him because he was a character. <laughs> and his elderly mother, who would have been in her 90s then and was still serving behind the bar, and she yeah. was like comically slow. Like, but it was <laughs> people would still. And this Tony guy was this really fiery Italian guy. He didn't have an Italian accent, but um, he was quite clearly Italian in sensibility and in his look and all the rest of it. And he used to actively and consistently insult his customers to their face over and over again. Now, where it becomes interesting is, obviously, my granddad supplied his restaurant. So he was right. really nice to us. And okay. whenever we turn up my granny, he'd be like, oh, Les, great to see you, know, all the rest of it. He's called Les, my granddad, actually, by the way. Not connected to your dad's uh, thing, I wouldn't have thought. Could we discount it? Can't he, rule it out this stage. Can't rule it out. Anyway, one of my earliest memories, right, is having dinner around one of these tables in the Hunters, this big family kind of restaurant, pub, mm. and there's probably be about, there would certainly be six or seven of us there. On the table next to us was like quite an unruly family, right? Mm. And when this Tony guy was bringing out the food, so he brought out the main courses, he would take away the, the starters. I have a vivid memory of him on his hands and knees under their table, picking up the food that the kids had thrown on the floor and just screaming at them, Animals! Animals, you're animals. all animals. I'm gonna go get your main courses now, but you're animals. <laughs> I just think that was like totally normal. Service was very different back then. I yeah. Think it's say, yeah, very honest. <laughs> no mucking around. Like, like it, it, was, it was like the sort of thing you'd see on Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares times a hundred. You know? <laughs> that's good stuff. So that's the pub. We that's the pub that we used to frequent. But it had really big, yeah. um, really dangerous um, swinging boats in the um, pub garden. You know those swinging boats. 
Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. What you could pull yourself effectively. Yeah, you got one end each, but, right, yeah, yeah. but if you were walking behind one of them, you'd probably get brained. <laughs> well, don't do it. I mean, I mean, well, yeah. No, you I mean, do it, but... I guess it is sort of heavy machinery that could, yeah, it could give you a big old bonk on the on the noggin, couldn't it? So, mm. anyway, oh. Pete, after that trip down memory lane, I've got something that really took my eye this week. Um, mm. There's this new TV series out on Netflix, um, new Netflix series called The Watcher. Have you heard of it? Uh, yes, I have. I am no spoilers, please. I am five episodes in. Oh, you are? Is it good? Yeah, really good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so I probably will watch it's, it. Got, one of the leads is the bloke who always plays the Italian American characters in oh, stuff like um, Boardwalk Empire. Bobby Cannavale. Uh, and yeah, um, and my partner said, apropos of nothing. He looks like Barack Obama. I was like, "Fuck yeah, he does. He does look like Barack Obama. Like an he Italian does American really Barack look like Barack Obama." Yeah. Okay, so mm. I might start watching it. Anyway, the reason it caught mm. my eyes is obviously got Naomi Watson it as well, who's one of my all-time crushes. Do people still say crush? Probably not. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, weirdly, we were watching um, the film. Uh, the film twenty is it twenty one grams? Yeah, we watched it's that film, it's and then movie. the next, the very next day, we started watching the show. And we didn't realize Naomi Watson was in it. So I, I saw 21 Grams when I was away travelling. It's in 2003. It's got Sean mm. Penn and Benny Del Toro in it, and it's a yes. uh, in a re- in a movie, right? Mm. It's brilliant. Uh, anyway, is, yeah. The Watcher is this Netflix series, um, and uh, I won't. I haven't seen any of it. I've only seen the synopsis and the right. trailer, which look, makes yeah. it look great. But it really reminded me that of of your experiences. So a family moves into a new home, yeah, only to be plagued by ominous letters and sinister threats. Yeah. And I thought to myself, this is exactly what happened to Donny with his dogs barking in that ominous, anonymous letter he received from one of his neighbours. Well, in the show, when um, a letter is found, it's always voiced um, by a faceless uh, person. And they talk like this. Um, is it scary? So as soon, yeah, so as soon as... Uh, uh, we did not dissimilarize ourselves, to be honest, and I did sort of go, your dogs are barking. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, it's it's... Turning us to distraction. <laughs> that um, that voice you're doing there is fri- actually frightening me a bit. Anyway, thank you. Yeah, it's kind of, so, so it's worth watching, is it? Yeah, it's it's worth a watch. It's a bit it's a bit of fun. It kind of keeps the problem where horror it's spread across, um, or certainly unsettling dra- psychodrama uh, set across seven episodes. It always starts to get a bit silly, and this has managed to maintain. A lack of silliness, I think, throughout. So, uh, uh, you know, apart from slightly comedic characters such as, is it Jennifer something or other, who played Stifler's mom in uh, America? Oh, Jennifer Coolidge, name Jennifer Coolidge uh, and a couple of other people. That you know, the 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 silliness hasn't been ramped up, and it and it's not got supernatural, which is uh, a real you know tick in the box of will I continue watching this? Or well, not? you don't. So, you, is, if soon as something goes supernatural, you're not having it. So as soon as there's any fucking UFOs or or um, you know, like proper like yeah you know silly stuff it's something that couldn't be explained away I'm just like I'll bugger off like an alien if an alien appears I'm like I'll bugger off. But how do you feel about approaching a film that you know is about that from the start? I think that's fine as long as that's on the box. <laughs> okay, so you, yeah. you want you want almost like a almost like a a. Um... A parental guidance certificate. You want? Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the film Nope more than most, to be honest, and a lot of okay. people didn't enjoy that. I, I so enjoyed. I, I as thought, long as I know, I thought it was probably the weakest of his movies, but I still liked it. it wasn't Candyman rubbish? Was it? Wasn't like? Oh, I haven't seen that. Thing. Yeah, I thought he's only done three. He only directed three, hasn't he? I thought he'd only directed three in a uh, series. I think wasn't it? I don't know. I think he's, he's only directed. Good. I thought he'd only directed um, Get Out. Us and Nope, right? There's a wonderful clip of um, it's Kit Jordan Peele, isn't it? It um, is, yeah. You he, love Key and Peele, don't you? 
love Key and Peele. So funny. So funny. Uh, John, John, uh, John Peele. No, yes, John Peele. He, uh, him uh, being interviewed in the metaverse. I don't know what metaverse is. I think it's meta, as in, um, you know, um, Facebook's uh, approximation of it. Um, someone's created, I think, the, 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 the house uh, that is the central focus of the film, uh, Nope. Yeah. And uh, in the metaverse. And he uh, visits it in the metaverse with a virtual reality helmet on. And it looks so pedestrian. Yeah. And these people have spent ages making this um, building from scratch to make it look and feel like the film Nope. And he is, you know, he's savvy. He knows what's out there. He knows what's good and what's bad. And to, I think to, because he's being paid to do it fundamentally. And also um, these people have spent, these punters have spent ages building this uh, this house in the metaverse uh, for him to enjoy. Um, he's been really polite about it, but it looks like a piece of shit, Luke. It really does. <laughs> it's awful. So you, you shared something with me the other, the other day, which was some report that said after several billion dollars or whatever, there was currently 38 active users, users of the metaverse yeah, that Meta had put good, together. It's, it's good, and not it? even spent the, so much money on it. Presumably that means not even the staff on it can be bothered to work to use it. I mean, I mean that that was the that was how we knew about it because a um, you know a director of the company said, "Can you stop? Can you use the metaverse, please? Because <laughs> if but you're it, not using it, no one's going to use it." <laughs> this might this might be a basic question, but I think it's something that's probably shared by a lot of people listening to this. Is that what is the main motivation for them actually doing it? I think uh, if I was going to suggest uh, a motive that Mark Zuckerberg was a little bit blindsided and left behind by the um, smartphone revolution. So they never released a smartphone. They were left behind on, you know, all kinds of spheres of of, of modern uh, life um, since Facebook launched. And I think it's just a bit of a a panicked grab. Um, But the problem is the the, the user base of Facebook is only getting older, um, I think. And the user base of VR is only getting younger. So to make a, a shitty metaverse that no one wants to fucking go into. I understand why they're doing it, but I just think it's 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 trailing behind even technology like Second Life that's been around for twenty twenty odd years. It's it's yeah. it's a bizarre thing to throw so much money into. Um and it's very heartening that it's failing. <laughs> I well I agree with that last sentiment because I, I, I think that Facebook are awful. And, uh, you know, maybe they just decided that, you know, endless videos of Ben Shapiro and Dan Bongino, Bongino and, um, you know, fo- family photos of a dead relative hmm. is really not um, the future. <laughs> but to, to me, it lo- it looks, it only, I think I said this before, it really just looks like the main menu on the Nintendo Wii. It does, and you know, it, the the thing about VR tech is is that it, um, the games and experiences need to be simpler because the refresh rates have to be a lot higher. Your your, your eyes, the, the screens are so much closer to your eyes, uh, and to reduce sickness and screen door effects and all that stuff, like you need um, a, a higher refresh rate. So therefore, you need more powerful machines. So therefore, you need simpler geometry. So therefore, the the experiences have to be stylized rather than photorealistic. So they do look like a piece of shit because the yeah. technology has to be um, of a certain level to, to to push that many polygons around. So it's never going to look like a video game. It's never going to look like an Unreal, Unreal Engine, you know, GTX thirty eighty um, experience. But um, in, in in summary, um, that's kind of how it's going to look for a very 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 long time. Yeah. Uh, but if these uh, VR headsets don't uh, aren't don't become a hit, then 
yeah, the 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 future experiences. No one's going to invest in making making better ones. I think so. Yeah. And um, for those of you who are very familiar with the Luke and Pete show constitution, the fact that Pete has now mentioned the word refresh rates means that we simply mm. must go to a break <laughs> under Luke and Pete show law. And yeah. when we come back, because it's a Thursday, we will of course be tackling your battery brands, not metaverse batteries, real no, batteries. Real you can batteries. touch them, you can feel them, you can make them fizz on your tongue. See you in a mm. minute. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome back to our virtual reality-powered nightmare world that is the Luke and Pete show. Uh, I'm Pete Donaldson, and I'm joined by Luke Moore. And every single Thursday, we talk about all things batteries. Uh, there's a man on uh, iTunes reviews. Um, I, we released a new show called um, Sports on a few weeks ago, so that I'll have a look at the reviews. There's one man, uh, and it will be a man uh, who who just doesn't who who basically reviews all of our shows uh, yeah it's a mad network, thing isn't it badly right which is which is which is so he funny. basically every time a show comes out he will put a one star review saying yeah this is a stack show therefore it's shit um, yeah, 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 yeah on every show, on like, every show. it's like it's like absolutely clockwork I've, I've only seen one man do it but but it, it made me laugh because it was it was it, like he he reviewed the trailer as if it was the real show and it's like this is rubbish and it's like well you haven't listened to the show so don't worry yeah. it's, you know these things you don't worry about but yeah. um, it just made me laugh that um, <laughs> on one of them was like Luke, Luke talks about batteries for 10 minutes on every show it's like imagine if that was the case that you talked about bat- about batteries for 10 no, minutes on every single show that. you ever do 
we I've could do that. I've got it in my locker. I've got it in my locker. Now we have. We've got it yeah. in our big battery. What's it called? The big battery boss box or whatever you call it. Yeah. Didn't someone send us one? Oh yeah, we've got to do that. We'll grab that yeah, for Monday battery, show. Big we have battery actually got, box. We have, I've got. We've got a battery <laughs> box that one of our listeners sent us, and I'd love to. Um, I'd love to be able to open it live on the show. Yeah. I'm just I'm every on last one up my bum. Yeah, right. Um, um, <laughs> I don't think it comes with batteries. It's just a holder. No, it can, it'll come with batteries. Battery brands. Hello, Luke and Pete. This is from Unky Ben. Thanks, Unky Ben. Uh, from Utah, USA, with another battery attempt. I went to change the batteries in my touchless garbage can. I got one of them. God, they munch heavy-duty batteries, don't they? Wow, 1.5 volt Why do they use so much days. power? I don't know. I think it's kind of lifting a, a mortar, you know, 17 times a day. I understand it. Um, after a year of opening uh, and closing the garbage can lid, these batteries, as their name indicates, were called Simply Done. Will Simply Done D-sized batteries earn me a second new player? I certainly hope so, says Unky Ben. Unky Ben, I'm going to stick my neck out and say, this is a new player. Can you uh, confirm or deny, Luke? Unky so ben. first of all, it's a brilliantly named battery. I think Simply we can all agree done. on that. Yeah. Um, they come in various different sizes, and the reason I know this, sadly, Unky oh. Ben, is because we've had them before. What a shame. So our friend Andrew um, sent in some AAA Simply Duns um, back in 2021. <laughs> I think they're also a... Um, he's also an American man, so maybe they're um, mm. maybe they're um, kind of you know, more prevalent there. He, I think he sent his, uh, from from what I can make out, from Central Florida, mm. whereas Unky Ben's in Utah, sending a D-sized battery, which I personally always love to see, by the way. Mm, um, yeah. It's great to see it. Um, you don't really see D-sized batteries that much over here, I don't feel like. Um, but they are, unfortunately, just the second time it's been sent in, not the first. So back in uh, November 2021, Andrew Ingram sent them in. So a great, rare find, but not a new player, I'm afraid, Anki Ben. Sorry, darlings. Sorry. Uh, hello to... Um, who have you got here? Chris. Hello, Chris. Uh, hey, guys. I found this in an old leveller tool. Uh, not sure if new, uh, but why not take a punt, eh? Love the show. Um, and it's EXC Alkaline. EXC, huh? So, um, I think they are new players. I'm going to officially make, term them new players. I can't find anything in the inbox... That rep with the EXC alkaline on it. The only thing I would say yeah. is that when it when it's an, an, a set of letters like that, it's actually under the Google search quite difficult to search because EXC is exclusive and Do that. extreme. All the rest, of, not extreme. It doesn't make sense. But there's there are words with EXC in them, so it's harder to search. But I have done a very diligent search, or as diligent as I can, and I can't find any other EXCs. So I'm going to say for now, uh, Chris, congratulations to you. That's a new player. Yeah, sex cell. Uh, that would be <laughs> if we had a battery called Sex that would also come up in a uh, EXC search. Hello to Scott in Dubai. Found a pair of happy cells in my new perfectly legal TV box. <laughs> <laughs> I love Very the nice. inference. Very enjoyable. Um, happy cells are also new players. Um, mm. Thank you very much uh, for that, Scott. Although I do not, and nor does a Luke and Peter endorse any illegal activity, particularly not in uh, that part of the world. Uh, go Fuck careful. It, look care. after yourself. I don't care. Did you oh, Pete doesn't care. Pete doesn't do care. Want... <laughs> the main thing is, it's a new player. So that's two out of three. We've got two new players this week. Congratulations to those guys, Scott and Chris, but also congratulations to everyone for being a part of this amazing battery-seeking community. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, Luke, do you want to um, toss off the back end of this show with a couple of emails? Yeah, why not? Yeah? yeah. I'm going to do a sneeze, so can you find an email? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on for muting yourself. There's one. Bah, 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 bah. There's two. 
I'm not going to feel. I'm just going to enjoy it. I am going to enjoy the frankly, um, very very weird sight of you. Why have I never noticed how weirdly you sneeze before? What do you mean? Your whole face like contorts into a very oh. kind of painful shape. Have you ever like? Do you have you done a sneeze uh, in the last three or four years? I sneeze about fifteen thought. times a day. And thought uh, that's that's weird. Uh, and thought yeah. that you uh, your sneeze sounded exactly like your dad's sneeze because that's what's happened to me. No, I think it's difficult to know what you sound like when you sneeze. I think it's like almost like your um your, your own you can't voice. Tickle yourself. You can't tickle yourself. Yeah, it's a bit like that. I, I, I'd have to hear your sneeze after you. I imagine your dad's sneezes are considerably more gruff than yours. No, it, it honestly, I did a sneeze in the car last night, and I was like. Because that's what I get up to. <laughs> Drive down to a notable dogging site, uh, Two Tree Island, uh, near, near Leon Sea. And, uh, what were you doing down I just, there? I just, just to do my best sneezes. Um, oh, that's good. Seven they, orgasm, isn't it? Do, so do they echo around the times. estuary? <laughs> do it seven times and, 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 and then you've got your money shot. Um, but I sound exactly... Hang on, let me... Let me I'm going to tickle the inside of my nose. Oh, don't do that. Uh, I'm going to give you the proper... This is exactly... Uh, how oh, my dad sneezes. <laughs> I lost it. Oh, that's not coming back, This is, is absolutely bizarre. Hang on, what have I got? You can't do it because uh, of the pressure. Because you're alive on air, you can't do it. I know. I'm coming. Yes, very good. That's exactly how my dad sneezes. <laughs> If you've ever known Stewie Donaldson, that's exactly how he sneezes. We need to get, we need to get oh. Stewie up on there. Can we can, somehow can we get Stewie on there? To I don't know how I get. Yeah, I don't know how I get uh, Stewie's sneezes uh, recorded. I've never um, seen someone do that before. You, the way you did that for those listening who can't see you, yeah, it was almost like you had a button up your nose <laughs> and you pushed it and <laughs> sneezed. reset switch. Yeah, it was so surprising to me. Yeah, well, you just scratch the. Uh, the, uh, the, what do you call it? The soft space between your nose. The filter, not the filter. What's the thing that everyone loses when they get when they have cocaine problems? You shouldn't be doing it. You should, not, you should simply not you be doing it. Just give you a little sep and a little tickle and you have a little sneeze sneeze. Right, emails. Jack French, <laughs> on that delicate note. Uh, I like this email. I read it earlier. Very, very enjoyable. Fellas, after your chat around Pete's uh, recent American road trip... I wanted to share a story of my own recent adventure stateside. The wife I have access to and I travelled to the States for a honeymoon last month. Congratulations to you, Jack, and to the new Mrs. French. Um, Imagine for... a honeymoon. What do you mean? Moon covered in honey. Yeah, Wasps, be nice. bees everywhere. Fucking hell. Wild. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, no, but we'll do. Uh, for a trip that took us from Dallas to Memphis, New Orleans, Panama City Beach, Orlando, and finally Miami. That is a hell of a trip, actually. That's a long old hell way. A drive, yeah. Um, it was in Memphis in the queue for the bus that takes you to Graceland, which I shit you not, takes you from one side of the road to the other. They absolutely love a short bus in the US. <laughs> a short bus trip in the US. It's, you know what? The only thing that rivals how short the bus trips can be in the US is when you go, you fly out of some kind of godforsaken airport in the UK um, and they haven't got the, um, the, the, the stall next to where you are. So you have to get on a bus to the plane and sometimes right, it's literally okay, yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. metres. Anyway... Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Jack says, that this is where, where one of the bizarrest interactions of my life took place. So Jack is in um, in Graceland in Tennessee, mm. and he says, um, in Memphis, he says, whilst in said queue, uh, I spied a guy wearing a T-shirt depicting guerrilla leader Che Guevara in his famous beret. Quite a common T-shirt. You would have seen it. A mm. very marketable image um, 
of course. However, as the guy came closer, says Jack, I was shocked to see that it wasn't Guevara on the tee, but instead featured another 20th century icon mocked up to look like Che Guevara. That person? Barry Chuckle. Gary Glitter. Barry, Barry Chuckle. Chuckle. <laughs> Barry Chuckle. There's a photo involved as well. Look at the photo. Um, as a huge fan of Chuckle Vision, and to a lesser extent, Argentinian Marxist revolutionary theory, mm. I decided to approach the guy to congratulate him on such a brilliant novelty shirt. To my surprise, the gent in question was American. Half laughing, I said, man, that's a fantastic shirt. I love it. Stony face and somewhat taken aback, he replied, mm, thanks. From his dumbfounded reaction, I can only conclude that he had absolutely no idea this was a novelty shirt and, in fact, was under the impression that the suave man who spearheaded the Cuban Revolution actually looked like a happy chappy from Rotherham. All the best, look, Jack. Look, you've got, you've got communism and capitalism to me, to you. I mean, you're going back and forth. You know, it's, it's that struggle. It's that, it's that it's advocacy for a classless system that you're just, yeah. you're just constantly struggling between between the two models. To I me, mean, this, if, if nothing else sums it up. So that. in many ways, you can really um, describe the communist struggle as well by one man standing with a plank of wood that's far too heavy for him to balance over his shoulder and swinging it around from a farmer as other man is who's constantly getting hit in the back of the head with it. Yeah, let... Let loose the, the chuckle hands of war, <laughs> I would say, in many well, ways. Move over, Chris Morris. There's your satire right there. <laughs> There's your um, satire. I think that's the only way to end this show today, Peter. I think I, you... Look, the image of a man who has no idea that he's uh, walking around with a, it, it. You know, it would be like it would be like me wearing a, like a Levar Burton reading Rainbow T-shirt, but not knowing who that person was. You know what I mean? And sort of go, well, you, why are you wearing this? Like, it, it's this isn't Che Guevara. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't know who that is. Okay, well, he's the bloke who had didn't he have like laser eyes in? Uh, no, he was blind, completely. Oh, Jordan LaForge in Star Trek. Yes, I believe. Yeah, that okay, I didn't know that was yeah. the actor's name. Okay, right, yeah. fair enough, that makes sense. I think I, I've seen record, and I, I only know what Reading Rainbow is. It's like a kids' TV show to help you read or whatever, and it would go do 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 do, and I only remember it because there was. Uh, Somebody did an animation on newgrounds.com back in the day where I used to spend all of my time making little flash flash videos and flash animations and stuff on there. And he uh, and someone made an animation, a set of animations about uh, Sloth from the Goonies uh, just coming on the set of Reading Rainbow and ruining everything. Uh, right. and it really made me laugh. And it was probably quite offensive back then. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that is kind of a, quite a strange story to end on, Peter. It is, but it, we always do. We always yeah, we do. do. We do. <laughs> yeah, we we'll do. see you on Monday. We hope you have a lovely weekend. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's getting towards the end of October now. It'll be yeah. Halloween. Take your soon. vitamins. Drink your yeah. cider vinegar. Look I'm after yourself. Month, I'm taking my <laughs> drink your cider vinegar. I'm taking. Are you still doing that, by the way? Uh, no, because I, I, I emptied the bottle and just didn't didn't re up it. Like Same you thing to, uh, with my soda stream. Really, I'm not soda streaming at the moment because the soda stream uh, canisters canisters are uh, over in South End, so I've got to go over to Sainsbury's. Can you tell I'm all blocked up now because I've been scratching the inside of my nose? Idiot! Yeah. I'm Idiot. also I'm also um, hugely surprised to hear that you've um, you've got into something quite faddish and inexplicably just moved on without telling anyone. True that. True, True that. Goes. That's how it goes. Yep. Um, we will be back on Monday uh, as we approach the um, the end of October and move into the proper depths of autumn with the promise of winter to come um so look out for that have a lovely weekend whatever you get up to really hope you enjoy yourself um i'll be off to my uh, niece's seventh birthday party on saturday so oh dress as charlie chalk the clown looking forward to that i'm not going to dress as a clown i'll probably just dress as myself could be mistaken for a clown um could you be controlled at doing a forward roll yeah we could uh, yeah um yeah at this age i'm not sure to be honest 
the problem I have is the knees. That's the knees. I have. The problem. Right. If it's not to do with the knees, I'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but the knees is tough. Like you remember when we saw a video the other day of some professional athlete running and stopping suddenly on a downslope, and you were like, "Fucking hell, that makes my toes yeah. curl because." Yeah makes my teeth itch because of the pressure on the knees. For me, it's mm. squatting. If I see someone squatting, it makes my knees almost like <laughs> atrophy. It's the bane of the tall man. That's the that's situation, it is. isn't it? Bane Destined to man. spend my 60s stooped over and with yep. non-working knees. That's how it goes. That is how a downstairs bathroom. You need a downstairs bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, I do, actually. That's very, very true. Although all my, all my uh, rooms are on the same floor because I live in a flat. So uh, yeah, all good. Anyway, off we go on that delicate note. Thank you very much for listening. See you next time and have a great weekend. Farewell all. Peace. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.